Welcome back, Scary Dolls. Hello. Hi. I'm Mandy. I'm Ashley. I'm Carol. And you're listening to Scary Not Scary Podcast. Yay. Yay. <laughs> hey, everyone. Carol may or may not be drunk. Okay, there I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, hey, it's Saturday. Let's get drunk. That's right. We're recording on a Saturday night Ooh. at 7 o'clock. We do not have work tomorrow. (laughs) So this should be fun. So, Mm -hmm. because normally we're like, oh, we have work tomorrow. No, we don't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We can sleep in. We could stay talking to y'all all all night. Oh, okay. Well, not all night. (laughs) Okay, just an hour. (laughs) We have brownies. We have hot fries. We have wine. Mm -hmm. We have Sour Patch Kids, Sour Heads. And what are those called? These are called pica fresa. Pica fresa. What? Pica pica. They're so good. Really? Yes. Can you give me one? You can't have one. Wait, I think I have to open the pack. Oh no, it's You're going to hear us. Oh no, I opened it. Sorry. So sorry. But there's like a little pack. I didn't know that those were there. (gasps) Oh, I love these ones. Y'all want to hear ASMR? (laughs) Is it satisfying? Oh wait, do you like that? Is it satisfying? (laughs) Hello. It's very hard to open with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to record and open up her little ball. I'm trying. Open up your balls. Hold up. I can't do it. I'm not that. So, yeah, we're just sitting here chilling, eating. So, we might be a hot mess in this episode, but it's okay. We like being hot messes. We know that's why you guys love us. And if you don't, then you'll learn to love us. <laughs> you will love us. Please. Gato has a shank. I do. I have two. One behind each ear. (laughs) It's okay. No, she has handcuffs. One on each ear. (laughs) Oh, I'm wearing my whole earrings, you guys. They're huge. She looks like Selena's today. Uh, I love Selena. Are these mango? No, it's fresa. Fresa strawberry. Oh. (laughs) Did you take it out of your mouth? Oh. It's in my mouth. (laughs) You heard it here. Ashley likes things in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Only on the weekend. But Hello. it's a small thing that's in her mouth. <laughs> we got like rated R real quick. Mm-hmm. So sorry. That's what happens when I drink. <sighs> okay. You ready for story time? Story time. I'm ready for story time. Okay. So every day this week, me and Sabrina have been waking up at 3 a.m. Okay. Oh, that kind of story time. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Are you okay? Yep. Drink a little, girl. Okay. We got wine for you. Go ahead. <laughs> chug it. Just, like, chug the whole thing. Okay, go. So, yeah. Um, And then today, I laid her down to take a nap. And I was like, I'm going to go take a shower. And then I literally heard somebody run up and down my stairs, like, really fast. Mm-mm. And I peeped my head around because I was like, well, maybe a raccoon got in because I got scared. You know, I hate raccoons. Nope, there's nobody there. And you know what's weird is that I've been hearing that at night and when I wake up, it's like during the morning. But Sabrina wakes up. It's so weird. Like we woke, we wake up like in sync. Like mm. at the same time. At the same time. Every That's morning. Crazy. It's weird. For yeah. a week? So for a week. This whole past week. Wait. But I don't feel like, um, I don't feel scared. I don't feel like it's evil. I don't feel like threatened in my home like i'm thinking maybe it's like a spirit that maybe is just like either passing through 
or something that attached to me like at work. One of my friends asked me like if I've gone anywhere that maybe a spirit attached to me and the only place I could think of is work. Oh, it will. Because we literally work in a hospital. So I don't know. Hmm. So my goal is to clean tonight and then clean all day tomorrow and then sage. Yeah. There you go. You have to clean your space, move your furniture around if you have to. It's weird, but it helps. Like, especially like sometimes when you have nightmares repeatedly, just move your room around. Yeah. And like this whole week too, I've been having nightmares. And it's so weird. The other night I had this dream. I can't even remember the whole dream, but I know I had sleep paralysis for like a a split second. But like there was nothing around me. Like I didn't see anything, surprisingly. But in my dream, it was, sorry, excuse me. In my dream, um, there's like this spirit. And it was like a Japanese spirit, but I can't remember the name. But I kept repeating the name of the spirit in my dream. And I woke up with the name in my head, but now I can't remember what it is or what it was. That's weird. That's weird, right? But I knew it was a Japanese spirit. And it's weird how you know, like it's Japanese. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe like because I was I'm watching Teen Wolf right now and there are oh. there is a season where like it's about like a Japanese spirit, but I wasn't in that season yet. I just got into that season today. Hmm. So I don't know. It was weird. And it had nothing to do with like the storyline of Teen Wolf. So that's how I knew it wasn't the show. So it was just random. It was just random. Really? So I kind of wish I, I remembered the name. Or I should have like written it down because I still had it stuck in my head. It was weird because I was like repeating it over and almost like I was like calling for it. But I don't know why I was calling for it. Well, you know how they're building those houses behind you? I kind of thought the other day, like, what if someone moved in and they brought something with them? Oh, that's true. And then like y'all are so close. You know, you're right at their backyard. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I kind of wish I would have wrote that name down. It would have been pretty cool if I looked it up and it was like really something. Oh, yeah. You could have Googled it. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, no. no, that wouldn't have been cool. <laughs> well, I have a story time, too. I'm ready. You do, too? Yes. I do. Okay. It happened to me yesterday, me and Noreen. Well, you know how we sell lashes. Mm-hmm. So I went over to her house yesterday. We're doing some like inventory and stuff, just stuff, you know, regular stuff. Um, And then we're sitting at her dinner table, but her fridge is like on my left side right here. And then I swear I saw a head peek out behind the fridge. And then I saw it on the corner of my eye. And then I told Noreen, did you see that? And she's like, don't pay attention to it. I saw it earlier. And I was like, what do you mean earlier? And she's like, just don't pay attention to it anymore. And I was like, okay. So we kept doing inventory like nothing happened. (laughs) But I just thought (laughs) I saw a head peek out. And I know it wasn't her daughter. Her daughter was asleep. Um, in her room, which is far away, and then her other daughter was asleep in the living room. They were both still knocked out, so it was just me and her. So we don't know who it could have been. Wait, well, like, is it up against the wall? What her fridge? Yes. Mm-hmm. So it like you know what face I thought of Bethel. What Bethel? That that Mimi sent us that little <gasps> girl with her imaginary friend. Oh my god! No, thanks. Oh my god. Shut up because it kind of looked like a little, oh my like God. A little boy. No. I'm okay. Uh, that just gave me like really bad chills. Yeah, but there's no. behind me? No, there's okay. no. No, but it really freaked me out because I saw it through the corner of my eye and I looked and I said, did you see that? She's like, just ignore it. I saw it earlier today because um, she has like a fridge in her like dining room and then one in the back where she keeps all her cakes because she makes cakes. Yeah. 
She's like, I saw it earlier when I was going to put out my cake. So I was like, okay. So I'm, I know for sure then that I wasn't the only one that saw it. But oh, it's always no. it's mm-hmm. always at her house. You want to know something that else that happened? Stuff. No. What? At work. What? In your office? Yes. Her office, dude? I, dude, so I always see stuff. The security guard at work, I don't know if he was joking around, but he told me, like, because remember I used to sit down there by myself? Like, I was all alone. I had, like, no roommates, nothing. Where the break room used where the break room is now, it used to be like an empty conference room and there was like rarely meetings in there. And then the two offices where I sit and where my boss sits now, it was very vacant. Nobody sat there. So I was down there all alone. And security sometimes will like come and do walkthroughs because they they knew I I was there by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyways, he told me that a long time ago it used to be a morgue, but the way he said it, I'm like, really? And he's like, Yeah. I was like, that's cool. And he was like, What? (laughs) <laughs> he's like excuse me what do you mean that's cool and i was like weirdo be really cool like do you think it's haunted down here and he was like What's yeah sure it is and he walked <laughs> out but i don't know if he was like trying to freak me out playing around um, but there's like a lot of stuff that happens there especially in the bathroom like one of my coworkers, tara like she's always like saying if she sees somebody in the bathroom the bathroom door like shuts and locks on its own you have to like knock on it twice and then push the door open and then it unlocks and opens up it's no. so weird. You have to do like your own ritual to like get it open. Mm-mm. Anyways, um, that's weird, right? So Monday, um, I, I was having like a really slow day at work. My boss wasn't there. I was done with Kronos. Um, I didn't really have. I had my to do tip, my to do task, but a lot of the stuff like I was pending. So like the last half of my lunch break, I decided to watch Ghost Adventures. <laughs> so I'm sitting there in my office, I'm watching Ghost Adventures or whatever. And it happened to be the episode where they're doing um, an investigation at the house where the real exorcism happened with the little boy. Yeah, I see yeah. that one. Um, so I was watching it or whatever. And they were talking about, I forgot what they're, they're, they're talking to the priest about like the demons or like if the demons like taunt you or whatever. And then suddenly I heard three knocks coming from inside my boss's office. And I what? sat there and I just like looked at her. I took out because I had one earbud in. So I took out that earbud and I looked and then opened up my window to see because sometimes they're doing construction outside of my office. Well, the construction was all cleaned up. So I was just sitting there and I was just staring at her office and I was like, okay, I'm going to get up. So I got up and I looked in her office and like, it's, of course, it's empty. She's not in there. And then I got up and I checked. I got up and I checked, uh, you know, the the door from the outside because it, it's coded. Like you have to put a code to get in. Mm-hmm. Nobody's out there. There's not even nobody like in the waiting area. So I was like, hmm, okay. interesting. Wow. <laughs> and I just sat back down and I continued watching the episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> and but, you know, it's weird. We eat lunch there. Like, yeah, it, I guess now that you said it used to be a morgue, I'm like, damn. And I eat, and I eat lunch there. <laughs> Damn. But I don't know. I think he was honestly trying to freak me out mm. because I was by myself. Because when I said that's cool, he was like, "What?" Well, if you think about it, it could your office, been. and then there's that big old empty hollow space where people could walk through, and then next to it, that's the morgue. Now well, I know they, yeah. Well, I know they like renovated it too. Mm. It wasn't yeah. always like that big either. Yeah. So I, I really don't. It used to be a lab area. That used to be our lab area. And then they changed it. Oh, they're always changing that damn office. So. Thank God. I the ghosts are probably theaters. tired of it, too. They're like, leave us alone. Oh, and then there's like this vent that I have. You've, you've heard the noise. Oh, right? yeah. There's this on. vent that I have in the corner. And I swear it sounds like somebody's like this with paper. In the vent. But it's not. 
it's not consistent. It happens every once in a while. We hear like. I swear to God, Dude, that's what it sounds like. You know what like. I pictured? Like somebody just up there eating chips and, and watching, watching me work. Yes, that's what I thought oh of. Oh, hell that's no. That's what I saw me. <laughs> <laughs> when I first moved into the office, I went and I even looked under the vent and like I thought maybe it was like the filter, but there, yeah. I don't even see a filter in there or anything. So I don't know what the hell it is. Someone's I'm going to say it's like a rat obsessed. chewing on the, the sure. maybe. filter. I'm going to say that. <laughs> yeah. That, nope. <laughs> oh my I'm god! I'm gonna say at the time I am so glad I did not take you up on the offer of working there. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. You wouldn't oh, have known man. until you started, though. True. Yeah. True. I didn't know anything was haunted. I'm always around people, so yeah. I guess unless you're alone, then you'll probably yeah. Feel when it. you're alone, like you hear stuff too. Well, um, there's this one time I had to stay till 7 p.m. to make up time everybody leaves at 4 30 and i remember that i would hear doors slamming but i didn't think of anything i was just like oh you know what it's probably just um the janitors yeah but they have a certain time they go mm-hmm. up there too so like you know you never know yeah <clears throat> mm-hmm. so since we got ashley scared yep. you can go ahead and hop on into our topic for this week what is our topic and we decided to do a theme for the rest of the summer or the rest of this month. What did summer. we decide? The summer, right? Yeah, like we're gonna summer. do like a summer theme with our topics. So this week we're gonna be talking about ghost ships. Ghost ships. Ships. Not shits. <laughs> ships. <laughs> I mean, there is ghost shits where you think you poop and there's nothing in the yeah, toilet. It's like <laughs> invisible. <laughs> but it's not that. It's, I guess the water has to do with summer, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And boats and stuff. And if you want to go on cruises. And you already know how I feel about cruises, you guys. Yeah, but uh, mine you're going to want to go on. Okay. Because I really think that we should save up money to go on mine. I'm down. I'm already. Wait, I'm yours started. is still active? You'll see. And I- <laughs> I'm going second, so you're going to have to wait. Okay. Dang. <laughs> we could switch. Just kidding. <laughs> Let's harp on in like you say all the time. Let's harp on in. (laughs) Okay, I have two stories. So my first one is called the Caluche. Um, The Caluche is a ghost ship that appears every night near the island of Chiloe, which is an island off the coast of Chile. Uh, The ship appears as a beautiful and bright white sailing ship. It has three masts. I think the masts are those big poles, right? Yeah. It has three masts and each mast has five sails. The ship is always full of lights and it sounds like there's a party and that there's people on board having fun, having the time of their life. Um, so she is spotted and said to disappear or submerge itself underwater. The ship is also known to be able to navigate under the water, what? which is kind of I think that's kind of cool. The ship is not just any type of ship. The Galucha is said to be a kind of cautious ship um, because it sells the waters around the area and carries the spirits of those who have drowned at sea. That's kind of sad. According to Chilota mythology, the spirits of the drowned are summoned to the ship by the water spirits. So the Sirena Chilota, her sister Pincoya, and her brother Picoy. Sirena Chilota resembles... What we know as mermaids, the upper body and face of a teen with long blonde hair and golden scales. I want to be that. (laughs) 
Speak on <laughs> My spirit animal is, what was her name again? Sirena Chilota. Chilota. I just like the way she Chilota. No, chilota like, means big chiles, so I don't want to be that. <laughs> you do have big, big chiles, though. <laughs> big chiles. Okay. The brother Pincoya is said to have a long... Oh, no, that's the sister, I think. Pincoya is said to have um, long blonde hair and to be an incomparable beauty. She's cheerful and sensual and rise, rises from the depths of the sea with her totally human-like body. Oh, Picoy, the brother, listen, listen to his body, has a body of a sea lion. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Poor baby. And golden fur. Fur? What? But he does have a face of a beautiful, handsome young man. Whoa. Which, if you think about it, that's kind of creepy, you know? He didn't get the good genes. He didn't. Poor man. The spirits of those who drown at sea are said to be able to continue their existence in a sort of paradise-like place. Hmm. Instead of being left lonely and cold in the ocean deeps, they're allowed to visit home once a year and give aid to their families. However, there are also kidnapped fishermen who are kidnapped and forced to perform duties as the crew. So I didn't read about which ones are the ones that get kidnapped, but I'm assuming it's maybe the bad guys because it wouldn't be fair, you know? Yeah. So the folklore folklore also says that there's an evil brujo chilote (laughs) The equivalent to the male witch. He likes to visit the party every now and then. And um, the way he reaches the ship is by summoning a magical water horse, which is said to gallop the surface of the ocean to get to the boat. Can so you imagine is, seeing oh that? Like, I'm like sitting here like, <gasps> can I witness all this happening? Dude, I feel like no. it's just like this magical underworld like happening. I know. When I was reading, I'm like, I'm not even so scared. Sweet. I think I'm like so fascinated by no, it. No, this one was a sweet story. I feel that that was it. The, the galloping. I want to summon a water horse and like gallop <laughs> over the sea. Dude, I love this whole story. But the thing that kind of threw me off is how are you going to have two beautiful sisters with human bodies and you have a body of a <laughs> sea lion like, I tell you he I got the bad jeans like, damn mom who's my dad <laughs> damn mom you were a hoe fucking everything once upon a time not long ago I was a hoe I love that song <laughs> that's a real song <laughs> okay so the second one I'm sure everybody knows about this one because it's the flying dutchman yes. but it's not the spongebob version that we're all taught to love <laughs> um i swear that's what i thought of in I my know. head i was like yes i know who you're talking about well, well when i first uh remembered that we were doing the ghost ship i'm like ah, i played around with mandy and i'm like ah, i'm doing the flying dutchman but like the spongebob version <laughs> so i was like then, yeah do it <laughs> but then i like looked up the real story so, 450 years ago, there lived a man named Hendrik Vanderdecken. I love that name, by the Vanderdecken. way. Vanderdecken. He was a captain, a sailor man devoted to the sea. He lived in Amsterdam and Holland. Um, many years he could remember. He loved to be at sea. He knew that's where he belonged, and his heart and soul could not imagine his life anywhere else. So, one day, the captain and his crew set off to their ship. So, the ship's name was the Flying Dutchman. Um, they were heading towards Batavia. It was a Dutch port in East India. Their course was set. The journey would take a lot of months. Um, after some time, the ship reached the Cape of Good Hope at the southern tip of Africa. And there was um, a storm that was happening. So the waves rose 
The waves rose higher than the deck itself, and the wind blew really strong, and the sails started to shrip, to shrip, to rip. <laughs> so they ripped. I was going to say ripped to shreds, but I said shripped. 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 So that could be a new word, right? There you go. The crew cried to their captain. They're like, we must turn back. And the captain, um, he said no. He didn't want to turn back. So... um other people were like really upset and they're like, I mean, what's wrong with the captain? And he's like, they were saying that he was drunk or he got or he went crazy. So um, Captain Vanderdecken was like, sail on. Like he was not paying attention to anything these poor men were telling him. Um, he said, this is a warning to turn around. Some of the sailors were telling him. But Captain Vanderdecken believed he could weather any storm. He believed that he wait, more than any other man knew how to work the sea. So he was really like a Arrogant. stubborn. Yeah. Um, he shouted, keep sailing. <laughs> like he was not even paying attention. He said, keep sailing. We will never give up. He told the crew. Then lightning struck the deck and then the currents ripped the needle from beneath the ship's hull. Many of the sailors screamed in terror and pleaded to their captain to save them. But captain was at this time listening to only his heart. He said, um, we won't give up. We'll sell for eternity. We shall sell until doomsday. So that's what he told Damn, his crew. Was dedicated. He was dedicated. So people say the ship vanished from sight just moments after the captain said these words. No one ever saw the sailors again or the captain. That is, no one ever saw them on land. But some say the captain did receive his punishment for his bravado. You say it? Barvado? Like for yeah. being so brave, I guess. People say that he will never rest. And it's also said to those who see the Flying Dutchman, they will soon meet their own doom. So they're the legend. That's the legend of the Flying Dutchman. So nearly 200 years after the disappearance, a British ship was rounding the Cape when suddenly the Flying Dutchman approached, surrounded by a terrible storm. So I'm guessing whenever people see the Flying Dutchman, like the boat, it means like, they're Something's in danger. Yeah. So the crew stood stood on a deck and stared in astonishment as the sight of the phantom sailing ship with its black mass and blood red sails. So it was a shining big boat, but like the sails weren't white anymore. They were red. Um, so the people were like yelling like, oh, my God, it's true. It's a ghost ship. Um, sailors attempted to reverse the curse because they passed really close, um, but they collided, I think. So it says, just as the Flying Dutchman reached the boat of the British ship, it vanished. Oh, so they were going to collide and then they were like trying to turn away. But then the Flying Dutchman just disappeared. So it made it seem more like that was a ghost ship. You know what I mean? So um, I think that's pretty much it. Um, it reminds me of like Pirates of the Caribbean. That's probably where they got it from, right? I think that's what I was reading that they it, got it from. From there. It says the curse of the flying Dutchman sailors say they have heard sailors say they have heard the cries of ghost captain and caught glimpses of something sailing past. Fiction, truth, or something in between, no one knows for certain. He almost reminds me of like the Grim Reaper of the Sea. Yeah. Yeah. The Flying Dutchman? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he reminds I mean, me. if you think about it, it makes sense why they made him like that in SpongeBob. True. You know, he's always sailing, always grouchy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I, I like see that him one. being like a grouchy old man, though. Me too. I just I always think of Pirates of the Caribbean, like whenever I see, like hear the Flying Dutchman, 
And I just think of like the crewmen, like all like sea animals and stuff. Like they're <laughs> the octopus the seahorse. They're all seahorses. <laughs> Bootstrap. What's his name? No, that's not his name. The Ooh. captain. Oh, Bar- I don't. I don't Bar- even Bar- remember. No, that's the other guy. Never mind. I haven't seen that movie in a while. It's okay, girl. I've never even seen that movie. <laughs> what? Yeah. Don't tell Nick. He'll kill you. Nick. He loves Drew, movies. Don't tell Sorry. Nick. <laughs> well, I'll watch it when I get home. <laughs> Those are my two stories. Little short baby stories. Yay. But- I love the Flying Dutchman. They're so, so good. Much. I'm so fascinated about the Chalupa. The Caluche. The, Chalupa. The Chalupa. I, just, I think of, yeah, I think of Chalupas and then it makes me hungry. I'm, a, I'm, I'm interested in the Chalupa. <laughs> Chalupa. I just want to see a magical galloping horse on the me, sea. I wouldn't be able to summon one. And maybe like gallop maybe to the we sea. can try. Let's go to the beach. I'm down. Let's go to the beach. <laughs> you know, scary podcast. Beach adventure. Bitch. Beach. <laughs> beach adventure. Beach adventure. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Are you ready, Ashley? No. To hear. No. And learn. No. About where I would like to go. No. Whenever this pandemic is over. No. I want to know. Yes. <laughs> I'm super excited. I'm going to start saving money now. Okay. You always find like the ones that are always like active still. I'm so excited <gasps> for this one. Okay. Mine's all 18th century. <laughs> I'm going to be talking about the Queen Mary. <gasps> mm. I've heard of that. So the ship is actually named after Britain's Queen Mary and was completed in the 1930s. And it's 20 times bigger than the Titanic. It's faster and more powerful. Damn. It was set it set on it set its first voyage on May 27th, 1936 from Southampton, England. It served as the new benchmark for luxury and cocktails for so basically like all the rich and famous like this was like their like ship to go on. Like yeah. this is where everybody mm-hmm. party, this is where people paid like a lot of money to like party on this ship. So basically the ship contained two cocktail bars Two swimming pools, five dining areas and lounging areas, a big grand ballroom. And there's like so much more. The list can literally go on and on. Like there's so much that this ship has. It's huge. Yeah. Um, during World War II, the Queen Mary was no longer for luxury, but was repurposed as a transportation vessel for troops and prisoners of war. It was repainted gray. This was because the ship was actually a lot faster than like the enemy U-boats. And because it was a lot faster and larger, um, they nicknamed it the Grey Ghost oh. during World War II. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So the ship was estimated to have carried at least like over 800,000 servicemen throughout the war. Um, so that's like a lot of people. Imagine how many people died on there. Like mm. undocumented deaths. Oh, no. That's insane. So in 1947, the ship returned to Queen Mary's status. In 1965, it was sold to the city of Long Beach, California, and that is actually where it is permanently docked. It is said to be one of the most haunted locations in the world. It now resides as a museum and a hotel. Oh, great. Yes. Oh. What? (laughs) I saw that at Ormar. Gosh. Yes. I'm actually going to be talking about his his experience, too. And who? Okay. You'll see. You'll find out. So... There has been 49 reported deaths of the Queen Mary. That's just reported. This isn't including like the unreported deaths. So wait, like when it was sailing or now that it's a museum? No, like total. Total. Oh, damn. Total of 49 reported deaths. So like 
there are so many deaths that happened on a ship and also because it was a ship that carried soldiers and prisoners. So you can only imagine like how much unreported stuff, yeah. like how much unreported deaths there were. I'm pretty sure there's a lot. Mm-hmm. So hence why it's really haunted. So some of the deaths include in 1936, Sir Edgar Britton, first captain of the Queen Mary, died of a stroke in his cabin. 1939, senior second officer William Stark accidentally drank laundry detergent. Some oh. people say it was acid. But basically what happened is he was um, he was up late with the captain. The captain was like, hey, go to my room. Um, I have a bottle of whiskey in there. Pour yourself some whiskey and then have yourself a good night. Good job today. So he went in the room and grabbed a bottle that was actually in a whiskey bottle. Um, but they put like detergent on it. And apparently there was like a, there was supposed to be like a marker on it or whatever, but nobody marked it. So when he drank it, he basically died from poisoning himself accidentally yeah so and then like there's other people that that say that it was um acid but i i would think more detergent because if it was acid like he would have like been yeah yeah and then like for him to like they say he poisoned himself to that. So he probably had like more than one glass. Yeah. And you know, back then, like the whiskey and stuff, I'm sure is, isn't how it is today. It, it was probably, probably like probably more toxic. Yeah. Like, yeah. More like rough. Petroleum yeah. oil or something. <laughs> and, and then like, I remember watching a video and like somebody was like, how can you not know you're drinking laundry detergent? I'm like, this was in 1939. Like, well, come they would on. prescribe Coke, like yeah. cocaine for <laughs> headaches. Yeah. I was like back then. So I'm sure like all the alcohol tasted like shit. Yeah. Like, alcohol tastes like shit now, but yeah. not as bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God was like, I don't know about that. But. Uh, another another death is there is a cook, a cook in the kitchen that was actually burned alive by his own <gasps> kitchen staff during World War II. What, what the fuck? Yeah. Hell? Can you imagine? Um, the most horrific and unfortunate death that occurred all at one time was on October 2nd, 1942. Queen Mary was being escorted to New York to Glasgow. Um, by another smaller vessel called HMS Curacao. The HMS was actually zigzagging in front of Queen Mary, and this was so that way they can confuse the U-boats and German bombers. So they were just, like, zigzagging. So just in case they started bombing, um, they would, like, miss the bombs or whatever. Yeah. Well, because the Queen Mary was going pretty much, like, 28.5 knots, like, they were going super fast. And, like, it's a fast boat. It's huge, but it's fast. It unexpectedly caught up to the carousel and collided with the ship and cut it in half. Oh my <gasps> so when it cut it in half, there's members that of the HMS carousel that were killed instantly. Others were thrown were thrown off the ship into the cold water of the sea. Others uh, remained on board and sank down into the ocean that were trapped in the other half of the, the ship. Um, those that were actually left in the water... This is horrible, but they were, they, they died by the propellers of the Queen Mary. So like they were chopped up, me chopped up alive, mutilated. Yes. Yes. Um, Shark food. So basically the most haunted area, one of the second most haunted area of the Queen Mary is actually the boiler room um, where like the engine is. So they say that you hear a bunch of banging. And screaming certain times of the night in the boiler room. And it said it's because of the soldiers that died from the propellers. And like um, the Queen Mary, like they weren't able to save anybody, like get anybody out of the sea. So they basically took off and left. 
And then by the time like an emergency crew came, like everybody was dead um, or like the whole ship, the HMS Curacao was already sunk into the sea. Wait, so even the queen died? Huh? Did you say she, it was taking the queen? No, that's no, no, in no. the boat. Oh, <laughs> no, it was uh, it was in World War Two. So, oh, yeah. So the HMS Curacao was escorting Queen Mary or the Grey Ghost. Oh, okay. It was the Grey Ghost at the time. <laughs> My bad. Um, to to another area. So um, that was Queen like Mary, a decoy boat. Well, yeah, and the Queen Mary like caught up with uh, the carousel and like ran into them and killed everybody. I get it now. Yeah, I get it. Okay. So apparently um, there was, I think, I didn't write it down, but if my numbers are correct, I think there was over 800 people on the HMS carousel and only 99 people survived. Oh my gosh. Out Damn. of 800. So these are the people that were left in a sea and that were actually like survived, like the hypothermia and all that stuff. Yeah. Damn. So there are some survivors, but only 99 out of, out of 800. I think it was 800. Damn. Jesus. Yes. So let me get into some more hauntings. Okay. So during a routine water door drill in 1966, um, an 18-year-old crew member was crushed. Um, so he was crushed against the door. And supposedly, um, you see this 18-year-old walking around on Queen Mary. He's wearing, like, overalls and, like, his work hat. And, like, you just see him walking around. He doesn't do anything. Mm, they just baby. People just say that you catch him walking around. Um, he They say that he's dressed in, like, blue coveralls, sporting a beard. He's a young man. Um, he's usually... So, basically, he usually disappears behind door number 13. And they're saying that that's the door that crushed him. Oh, yeah. No, makes me sad. That's horrible. Um, Another area, the ship's most famous spirit is the little girl named Jackie. Um, So what happened to Jackie is she wandered into the first class swimming pool unsupervised. She drowned to death in the pool. And since then, visitors and crew members have reported um, somebody splashing in the water. Um, You hear children's laughter, a child's laughter in that area. Um, You can hear it echoing throughout the space. And some people have even witnessed her walking on top of the water, like running across the swimming pool on nope. top of the water, like what the real, like like a millisecond, like like almost like the corner of your eye, like your peripheral vision, mm. like you just see her like running across the swimming pool. No thanks. Mm-mm. Imagine her running towards you. Hell no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to um, punt a ghost, but I'll find out. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about. My favorite. And this is the B floor of the Queen Mary. Dun, dun, dun. So this is the most haunted floor of the entire ship. So, like I said before, Queen Mary is now a museum Mm. and it's a hotel. And you can actually pay to stay in one of the rooms on Queen Mary. And the most haunted room of Queen Mary is room B340. Um, the room was actually closed for 30 years because it people would get up and leave in the middle of the night or they would request a refund because so much activity was happening in that room. They couldn't take it and they didn't want to stay there anymore. Oh god. So apparently back in the 60s during one of the during one of the final um transit cruises before the ship was docked at long beach a man went crazy and brutally murdered two women 
His crimes were discovered and he was locked in the third class stateroom. Either It was either room B-22, B-24, B-26. It was one of those three rooms, but basically these rooms were like, of course, right next door, like right one after the other next to each other. Mm-hmm. So the door was locked and a guard was posted outside. A little while later, um, the guy started like pounding on the door. He was screaming. He's like, there's somebody in here. There's somebody trying to kill me. There's somebody in the room. Well, the guard paid no mind because this guy just killed two women. So he's yeah. like thinking that it was just a decoy of him trying to get out. Mm-hmm. So suddenly like the guy stopped pounding on the door. They're like, whatever. Like he probably like passed out like from screaming and stuff. So the next morning, um, they went to go check on him they, because they finally got to look to the location. They arrived to New York. Um, they went ahead and summoned NYPD detectives to go over there and to detain him properly. And when they opened up the door, the guy was like torn up limb to limb. What? So they don't know like how he died. Nobody knows like who could have gotten in the room and killed him or what. So somebody really was in that room trying to kill like killing him so what the fuck rooms b22 b24 and b26 got renovated and got turned into room b340 like a decoy yes so it got turned it basically all those rooms got merged together and make made this huge suite so that's why they say there's like a lot of activity in there because it's like the most negative room of the entire ship I wonder if anyone's tried to sage it. So here's where it gets better. <laughs> oh. So people were staying in that room. People ran out that room. There's a lot of activity that happened in there. People would get up and leave during the night. People were uh, feeling spirits over them. Somebody said that they woke up in the middle of the night and they saw like a shadow at the end of their bed. And then they would call like they would call the front desk. And then right when they would pick up the phone to call front desk because they thought it was an intruder or something in yeah. the room, the apparition would like disappear. Um, somebody else said that they felt like there was somebody watching them. They would hear like laughter. They would hear talking, um, sleep paralysis happened. Like all this stuff happened in this room. So basically they shut down the room for 30 years. They renovated it. They opened it back up April 13th of 2018. And that was Friday the 13th. Oh, they're smart. Yes. Oh yeah. Let's go ahead and do that. Good advertisement actually. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. And like, this is like the most popular room. So basically the room runs $4.99 per night, $499 per night. And you have to sign a waiver? I don't think you have to sign a waiver. No. No, it's basically like enter at your own risk kind of deal. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure you can't get like a refund. So the room is unmarked. So when you go down the hall, and I was watching a bunch of YouTube videos today because there's like a lot of YouTubers that stayed there. They're like, oh my gosh, um, Loie Lane, mm-hmm. um, Haley Reese. Like there's a bunch of like, like really well-known. That's like, where I saw it yeah. on that Omar. Yeah. So the room is unmarked. So you know how like every hotel room has like room 222, room C35. Well, this room doesn't say B340. Like it's just a door. this empty doorway. This long, dark hallway and then this unmarked door. Oh, my God. So when I was watching Omar's video, um, he said that a lot of his um, fellow ghost hunters said that you have to knock on the door so that the spirits know that you're going in so they won't mess with you as much uh, when you're in there. <laughs> as much. As much. So when you first walk into the room, it's this like pillar that's in the, and it's a beautiful, like grand, like suite. 
Mm-hmm. Super nice. They like renovate. It looks pretty. It looks really nice. I would want to stay in there. So there's this pillar, and each four sides of the pillar is like um, they put like stories that people left um, that they experienced in the room. Um, on the side, it tells the story of the rooms about that guy like being torn limb to limb. When you go into the bathroom on the wall, it gives you instructions of how to do Bloody Mary properly like how to summon bloody mary properly (laughs) this is the best part in the corner there's a chest and in that chest there's a crystal ball tarot cards um there's a crystal and a widgie board Mm -hmm. these mother it it comes (laughs) included are you kidding me it's included with the ship i mean with the with With the the room they're mm-hmm. just like, oh my God. So imagine. They want to make the experience like So that. imagine they said yeah. that the first three months of them opening up room B340, they were booked for three months out. So imagine all of these ghost hunters, all of these like paranormal enthusiasts <sighs> going to this room and playing the Ouija board. How much crap they would summon. Oh so my apparently, God. From what Omar said is right when they hit like the B floor, you like instantly get like an uneasy feeling. Like I wonder why. Yeah. It's just like claustrophobic, like the whole vibes changed and everything. So they actually start playing the Ouija board, right? In his video. They start playing mm-hmm. the Ouija board. They're talking to him. I'm not really paying attention. I'm like, in his videos, I like to look around mm-hmm. because like there's stuff that he doesn't see. But like when you watch his videos, you catch it. Yeah. And he always tells you like, if you see something, let me know in the comments. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So um there's like where they're sitting there's like this closet or whatever and he said that the door opened up it was already open but he said that he saw it opening up more so he got up to go look inside the closet and as he got up to look inside the closet um the phone started ringing and they were like freaking out like my gosh we answered the phone because they just got there they weren't even there that long so he answers the phone and apparently it was the friend desk that was calling that said Hey, um, so can you, do y'all have kids? Can y'all tell y'all's kids to stop jumping up and down and screaming? <laughs> and he was like, um, no, you don't have kids. I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, we're in the room. He's like, but we don't have kids with us. Oh, okay. He's like, yeah, yeah, no, no problem. Like, you know, we'll keep it down. But I promise like we don't have kids here. So he hangs up the phone and then he turns and then their front, their door to their suite is like wide open. It almost looks like somebody like ran out of the room. This so, is all in a video. Yeah, it's all in a video. So Loie Lane goes with her roommate to the same suite, suite 3B4, B340. So they're not playing the Ouija board, but they're like walking around the room. They go to that same closet. And as they're exploring the closet, they hear kids laughing in the room. Mm. And it's coming from the other side of the room. So they stop and they kind of look and they're like, the hell's that well then they hear the laughing again they catch it on camera (gasps) so supposedly there's like a little girl that got lost and like she died somewhere in the ship and like her apparition always appears in sweet b340 nope yep nope yep b340 remember that y'all wanna go bye (laughs) you're coming Um, there is also another video that I saw. Well, I didn't, I didn't click on it, but I just briefly saw it. But apparently somebody recorded like an exorcism happening in that room. 
I didn't click on it because everything that's been going on in like my apartment, you know, like I was like, oh, I'm not going to like someone doing somebody one? was performing an exorcism in that room. How? <sighs> Stuff like that. Are I feel people like, stupid? You know, like, like, I feel like stuff like that is fake, like clickbait, because you have to I'm do it sure. at a professional. Yeah. I didn't click on it, though. I might I say professional like, place, but you have to do it like at a church or something. Yeah. And then but, um, Haley Reese, she's another YouTuber. She's another paranormal enthusiast. And um, she actually went to sweet. Um, she stayed in the room with one of her friends um, and her and her friend had to get up and leave in the middle of the night because they kept feeling somebody like tugging at their sheets. Um, and then her friend actually got scratched <gasps> on the leg by something. Oh, and sure. a lot of people were saying that she got scratched by like her razor, but like she couldn't have gotten scratched by her razor. Cause you know, when you shave, you shave up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This was like a slash. slash. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it wasn't like up. It was yeah. like somebody like just scratched her. Like, yeah, it was, it's pretty crazy. So apparently um, when also too, they do um, night ghost tours um, and then they do like 3 a.m. lockdowns at the Queen Mary. And you can include that with sweet B340. What the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> There's like a lot of stuff that happens. There is even one part in one of Omar's videos. Um, They're like in the heritage room. And um, they had half of it blocked off. Well, like the boards, there was like an empty space, like a space where you can kind of see on the other side of the room. He was with his friend James and he was like, hey, James, put your camera over. He's like, maybe we can see something. And he's like, yeah, OK. And James was like walking up to the board. He goes, unless you want a booty shot. So Omar likes to do this thing to James where he asked him to like look at something. And then Omar will run behind him and then like pull down oh. his pants. <laughs> so he's like, y'all want to y'all want a butt crack shot or whatever. So they're all <laughs> laughing. They turn around and walk away. And then suddenly in the background, you see like this, um, like a cart being thrown across the room. Well, that cart was like underneath the stairwell and there was nobody in the stairwell. So as soon as that happened, they start walking over there and then James's walkie talkie starts like going off and beeping and it sounded like Morse code. Yeah. It's all on video, girl. You know, watch it. I'll put it on our Facebook page. It's a good video. I'm like though. really scared now. Like it's so good. Like I want to go. <laughs> she's not here have the wine. Um, wine hell no and they they're just like keeping all that shit there like having the ouija board a crystal ball like oh yeah here's the instructions you could do bloody mary if you want to like <laughs> go ahead kids have fun so one of the one of the <laughs> stories that they do have on the wall um it says out of the corner of my eye i saw a person walking by so i turned to look it was a lady in a powder blue dress she was solid, but unfocused and hazy. She never looked at either of us. Then suddenly she walked behind a thin pole, which we had a clear view of and just disappeared from thinner. Mm. Y'all can go. So this is what the pillar looks like. And they have like the. So it's like a four wall pillar and they have like four different stories. Sweet. And then also in the ship. I saw online because I did like a virtual tour. Not oh, the whole cute. ship, but just like some parts yeah. of it. They do a virtual tour. And they actually have like on the wall where it has like crew members who died. Mm -hmm. Like the documented oh, ones. Nice. And then passengers who died. That's so nice. the 49 deaths that were documented Aww. were between passengers and crew members. Yeah. And sadly, just some of the passengers were infants. 
Mm. I know it's really sad. <sighs> Just imagine all that activity though. That's and then I also read like um there's a lot of people too that died on this stairwell. Like when you first walk into the grand lobby, there's like this stairwell that goes up to the second floor. Mm-hmm. Um well apparently like a lot of people died on that stairwell because whenever the ship would take off. And if people, like, sometimes the ship would rock really hard, oh. people would literally, like, fall down to their death, like, down the stairs. Because Ooh. it's, like, solid marble. Yeah. It's, like, rock. You know what I mean? Broke so. their necks. So there's so much on this ship. I could go on and on. I had to really cut myself short. But there's, like, a lot of stories. Like, on Reddit, even, like, the reviews, like, on Yelp, there's so much stuff that people report. And that's the Queen Mary. Queen Mary. In Long Beach, California. In California. Yeah, see, I'm not going to travel to California. We can when all of this is over. Nope. We'll go when the pandemic is over. <laughs> Look, $500 split between the six of us? Nope. Why? Mm-mm. You could just um. The three of record. us could sleep on the bed. Record. <laughs> the three of us could sleep on the bed. One of the guys could sleep on the couch. And then two of them could sleep on the floor. Yeah, Next to the Ouija board. Hell no, I'm tossing that freaking Ouija board out the window. You can't. It'll come back. Oh, it'll follow ways. you home. There's special ways to get rid of Ouija boards. I'll bring purple cloth and Can I'll wrap imagine, it. Imagine though, like how many people played that and probably didn't play it right and didn't close it right. And didn't close it right. Exactly. I always wondered if there's like a community Ouija board like that and somebody doesn't close it, but then the next person comes conjures more shit and closes it right is it closed or does it just remain open from the last person that didn't open it it's like a chain effect yeah yeah like it won't close because they didn't close it or something probably or it's like whatever i'm curious i'm curious too about the tarot cards too like are the tarot cards affected because it's community tarot cards yeah exactly i mean i thought tarot cards were like like personal like you know, like when you do, because I have tarot cards and it's really you connecting with your spirit guide, which it's overwhelming. It really is overwhelming because I'm still practicing. But well, anyways, so like when you're doing your tarot cards, you're not really talking to your spirit guide. What if you're talking to something that's pretending to be your spirit guide and giving you false information? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Those are just for show, I feel like the the cards. Probably. I'm going to go into my topic now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's go. We're going to go. Um, I will take um, some more juice right now. You want wine? No. Let's pour it up fresh. ASMR wine. It sounds like pee. Oh. <laughs> Sugar daddy, so if y'all like to listen to people pee. <laughs> oh my God. I have a friend who... Wasn't dating somebody, but she was talking to somebody and he said, so can you take me, can you take me to the bathroom with you? And like, I want to hear you pee. She's like, what? He's like, yeah, can you just like send me a voice recording of like you peeing? The fuck? People will pay for that. <laughs> oh, hell no. That's weird. Mm-mm. Okay. <sighs> All right. Now that I'm scared and disgusted about You're the peeing. Um, (laughs) so i have a two so the first one is the hms resolute it was um it was a british royal navy ship and it was found in 1854 
it was a found abandoned and it was adrift. So there was literally nobody steering the ship at all. It was just kind of like um, floating. Um, it was found off of the coast of Baffin Island in the Canadian Arctic. So the thing I found funny was this ship was actually sent out to rescue another ship. So the Northwest Passage that now that um, a lot of ships take to get back home, um, that was originally back then frozen. Like you couldn't you couldn't really go through it. But they were trying to find like a different kind of passage, like like kind of like a shortcut kind of to get back home. So that ship was called the Sir John Franklin. And that's the one that this HMS Resolute was sent out to go find. Well, what had happened was it went out to go find the ship and rescue it. But the HMS Resolute actually got lodged in some ice flow and the crew abandoned the ship. Um, but there, there was no trace of them. Like they abandoned the ship and they did send out like a distress call, but they were so like far out and it was like icy and cold. So it, they couldn't get, a, get the word out. So they abandoned the ship, but they couldn't find the crew. Like they weren't frozen to death. There was, wasn't like a lifeboat anywhere. So they don't know if they just jumped off the ship or what. So what happened was um, when they went and they, when they found the ship, um, it was discovered in 1855 and the captain's cabin remained un undisturbed. So everything on there was like not disturbed, like nothing was fallen over. Nothing was broken. Like his uh, his teapot was still there. There was Bible. There was a Bible on his desk and there was glasses full of liquor on the desk. So it literally was like if they were like in a meeting or if they were just like around his desk or something. Um, and a British flag had been left draped over the chair of the ship's commander, Captain Coletti. Um, the HMS Resolute was actually, they were able to unlodge it from the, from the ice. And it is actually, they destroyed it and they reconstructed the Resolute desk, which actually has been used in almost every American president in the Oval Office since the 19th century. Dang. Yeah. But the thing is, is that they don't know what happened to the crew. They don't know what happened to the captain. It's literally like the ship just got lodged in the ice. They don't know how long they were there for until they decided to leave. So what they're guessing is they abandoned the ship. And because it was lodged in the ice, they either probably froze to death, like under the water. But it was just so eerie because it was literally just nobody. So then they finally got it out and then they made the desk in the Oval Office out of it. It was aliens. Probably. Which is weird because a lot of like these ghost ship hmm. stories I was looking at, they all say like alien abductions. Mm -hmm. Like even like back then. It's weird. Um, so my next one is the Japanese ghost ships. And I've actually mm -hmm. never heard of this before until I started researching it. And basically they are North Korean ships that are found on the Japanese coast every year. Like it's about, um, I think they said about a hundred ships every single year they find off of the coast of Japan. So I was looking at the map that they have and like North Korea is like over here and then literally about a little over a thousand kilometers. So like six or 700 miles, I don't know, west, east, whatever, um, is Japan. So North Korea and then Japan. So I was looking at it. And apparently what they're thinking 
it is, is that the fishermen from North Korea, they're trying to like get food for their their country, their little city. Um, and they're looking for squid and fish and the little they have like a little cap where they can go to where if they go past it, it's going into Japanese territory and they're not supposed to. So there's like this little tiny um, like area where they can fish. And that's where a lot of the squid and stuff is. However, it's in the Japanese territory. So what they say is that they're so desperate to get food that they go into the Japanese territory illegally, get the fish. Some of them don't make it back because it's mostly in the winter. And that's like when the seas are really like high and like rough. But the eerie thing is, is that when they find them, there's hardly some of them are like abandoned completely, like just completely abandoned. The ships are completely like busted up. Some of them like are in half and they find like bits and pieces of the of the boats and the ships. Um, others, which I found um, there was one in 2019 where it was they found seven bodies on the ship. But what was weird was three of them were fully like intact. Two of them had no head, like both of their heads were taken off. And then there was two other bodies that had a head, but um, I mean, a body, but no head. But they couldn't they didn't know if like the heads that had no body were those of the body that had no heads. (laughs) Like they couldn't figure it out. But there were seven of them and they were all on board and they were all like dead. And they don't know how those guys got decapitated. So it's like sometimes they'll find dead bodies. Sometimes they'll be just like regular ships. And I'm like, OK, I could get like a like someone being dead on there because if it's like, you know, the sea's really rough or something, mm-hmm. but decapitated. Like yeah. how like how could it be like decapitated? And that's what they don't know. But they find these ships about like I think it's at 100 of them. Like every year they find 100 of these ships out on the Japanese. Um, short. Um, and they're puzzled by it because at first back then they thought it was like, they did find some that were alive. Sometimes they would come. So they were thinking it was like North Korean spies that they would pose as like fishermen to come over, but they still to this day cannot figure out why these ships keep coming to the Japanese shore and why there's either no crew, only some men survive why are some of them decapitated? And they have like put like the Japanese police patrol that area and they just show up like these. And they're mostly like there is they're like between fishermen boats, like where there's a couple of people can be in there to like maybe yacht sized boats. Mm-hmm. But it's not like huge, huge ships. Mm-hmm. It's just like little, little smaller ones. But every year they show up. They don't know how. They don't know why. They even patrol the area. And they just keep showing up. That's so weird. Yeah. And then no one knows why. But it's always during the winter time. Every year during the winter time. And then those bodies showed up in 2019, last year. What? Yeah. That was like yesterday. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, really. Literally. And they don't know how they got decapitated because they're like, they're not like, they're like fishermen boats so they're they don't have sails they don't Mm -hmm. have like i'm telling uh you it's dimensions maybe they fall into what if they like fall they're they're like going through a dimension and then like that dimension just like drops them off like just plops them there it could be i mean i don't know so most of the boats that they find um that are washed up 
They're without living crew. They're typically like old boats. They lack like powerful engines and they have no GPS. So that's why they're thinking they're like inexperienced fishermen Mm. trying to illegally fish. And then if it's like during the winter, like when all like, I I don't know why it's during the winter. I guess that's when the more squid come out. I don't know. But mostly during the winter. And that's when like the seas get all crazy. So they're thinking like there's no GPS and it kind of just like flings them off their course. And then they could be lost. I mean, even though like on the map, it looks like a small area between North Korea and Japan. Mm -hmm. I mean, imagine like all that freaking open water pretty much so that's what they're they're thinking because there's no gps or anything like that so they're thinking um they have little uh food on board so exposure to like the sun starvation um and sometimes like because i was looking at it and if you start starving to death you pretty much can start like hallucinating too so they don't know if maybe like they eat each other. <laughs> they like throw each other off. Bo- like it kind of reminds me of that movie, um, Life of Pi. Have y'all seen that mm-hmm. one? Uh, Where he's on the little rowboat ago. and he like has. Yeah, that's what it kind of reminds me of because like all of the other people died. Oh my God. Hallucination. Yeah. And he was like pretty much like hallucinating like on there. But um, what I found was there was a scholar, uh, John Nelson Wright of the Chapman house um, find it unlikely that the boats, the boats resulted from attempts to defect given that South Korea has closer culture and linguistic ties and is closer to North Korea by boat than Japan is. Um, So basically they're thinking at first they were thinking like maybe Japanese people where like like officers or soldiers were coming and like killing these people and then just leaving them like high and dry. But um, there were a few like rare precedences for defectors ending up near Japan because in eight in 1987, uh, the, the, the defectors are the dead crew people, mm-hmm. um, 11 dead people drifted from North Korea to West Japan. So. There's like, it's not just a concentrated area. Like it's all over the Japanese coastline. Like it's not just, oh, they all end up here. So it's the whole coastline. And they're thinking like, it's a small boat. Sometimes the waves are high. It pushes them like other places. So they don't know specific, like they can't pinpoint where exactly they came from. Like they can, they probably guess that it's North Korea because of the writings like on the boats and stuff, but because the boats are so old and they're like, so out of date, they're like, Mm -hmm. where the hell are these people coming Coming from? from. Like where, like they can't pinpoint it directly. Like, Oh, it came from like North Korea specifically because I mean, even though that's the same area all in that one place, but it's like, eh, who knows? So 2011 was actually the very first year where official data was available from the Japanese coast guard. So, there could have been hundreds of boats before 2011, but that's when they actually started like releasing all the data and people could start looking at it. So in 2012, 47 boats were reported. 2013, there was 80 boats. 2014, 65 boats. 2015, um, there was 34 boats that were um, reported for the year. Um, and then what's crazy 
is that the numbers started going up. So in 2016, I mean, 2017, it was 104 boats with at least 31 bodies. And there was 42 survivors for that entire year. And in 2019, which is the latest one, 156 boats were reported. In one case, the one that I said, seven bodies washed up on the island of Sadu in December of 20 of December of 2019. So that was the highest reported boats Holy that started shit. washing up. Yeah, Dang. which is weird. But the thing that I kind of like um, is that if there's like a crew or people that show up on the boat that are dead and nobody claims them because they do like report it. Um, and it does get back to like North Korea. So if nobody comes and claims the bodies, um, what they actually do is they cremate their cremate them and they actually store their ashes in the Buddhist compound. And then the boats, they dismantle them and then like take them apart. And then if the wood's good enough, they'll use it for something else. But I like that they actually cremate the bodies and put yeah, them. Yeah, they don't just like, they put them yeah. to rest. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, that's yeah. kind of nice. As for the ones that like people don't come and claim, yeah. claim them. I mean, every body is important. I mean, in this earth, you know. Yeah. They deserve it. But they still can't figure out why these why the number climbed like in 2019, like to that many boats, where they're coming from. They suspect North Korea, obviously, because that's the closest island, but they don't know how they're dying, why they do well, that. Well, I kind of have an idea. What? I mean, you think maybe it could have been the coronavirus? Oh, bitch. <gasps> because it started in 2019 at the yeah, end of the year. This is North Korea, though. It's not China. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but where were they? You know what I mean? Like, where were they voyaging from? Mm-hmm. That's why they're suspecting North Korea because it's literally across the ocean yeah, from that's Japan. True. I'm just thinking, like, because I'm sure, like, there's like a lot of crew members that aren't from, like, what if a lot could be? What if there's like a mixture? People from China and like people from North Korea like coming to work. Yeah. Looking for work, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Could be. I just think it's kind of weird that the the number rose at the end of 2019. And that's when, like, everything hit over there. Or, yeah. you know, in China. Because it doesn't... Well... Ooh, that's scary. You know what? I didn't even think to I got the chills that. thinking about it. Yeah, like, I didn't even think to search that. Because I didn't even, like... If they're... If they... Oh... I mean, it could be one theory. You know what I it mean? It could be. Yeah. The... Yeah. Because the main theory is just that they're... Because a lot of them, like, when they started needing more food and fish and stuff over there, like, they just started going out. Like, even people that didn't know how to fish that well yeah, just started going out. Like, and they would go just a little bit further because I think it was only, like, 312 miles that they would yeah. usually go. Yeah. And they started going further, which goes into Japanese. I think that's a good theory, too, because if you think about a lot of the businesses that closed down in China, like what if there's Mm -hmm. just people that are just desperate to find work and they're like, okay, I'll like learn. You know what I mean? I'll Mm -hmm. do whatever I have to do. What if some of them traveled to like North Korea Mm -hmm. to find work? To look for work. Conspiracy theory. Interesting. It's a conspiracy theory. (laughs) It's not a fact. It's just what's going on in Mandy's brain. (laughs) Yeah, it, I don't I mean, know. That could be. Yeah, it could be. Who knows? Because no it's one, one knows. They don't know why well, they're coming. The other ones, there. I don't know. I think it was just like another dimension <laughs> they traveled through. Could be like the Bermuda Triangle or something. Yeah, in North Korea. Yeah, maybe. 
That's interesting. That's a lot of ships. Like, especially to find a hundred every year. That's a lot. That's Even a lot. like eight, like 80, like one year it was like 80 boats. And I was like, how the fuck? That's still like a 80? lot. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of like, boats. Another thing I was thinking too, I was thinking, I don't know why I was thinking of sirens. Mm-hmm. Like when you said that um, they found some of the crew members, members decapitated. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, what if there's like sirens out there? Because they kill the men. They seduce them and then kill them. <gasps> what if they're like evil mermaids? Upon mm-hmm. one sailor's morning. Yep. <laughs> I know. Just start singing it. <laughs> Could be. Because it was 2019 last year. What? Mm-hmm. It's me. I'm the siren. <laughs> but I'm the one with the <laughs> with the body of a, what was it? Seal. Seal. Seahorse. <laughs> You're so dumb. With gold fur. With gold fur. <laughs> My peach fuzz. Oh At least you have a beautiful face. <sighs> Thanks. Thanks. And big ass lips. True. Juicy. <laughs> Juicy. Big ass so that's Juicy. mine. That's my ghost people. Mm. So if you ever want to go on a cruise on the sea, keep an eye out of the Flying Judgment. What is it? Water horses? Flying, yeah. Gall- water horses. horses. Galloping on the water. Don't fish uh, between Korea and Japan. Yeah. Or you'll end up on the coastline. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go to Long Beach, California, go visit Queen Mary. Mm-hmm. Like we are when the pandemic is over, whenever it's over. You know what I wonder? What? We have, um, what is it in Corpus? The Lexington? Mm-hmm. I wonder, yep. is that haunted? It's gotta be. Oh yeah, it has to be. I've gone, I've been on there. Yeah, I've, I've been there so many mm-hmm. freaking times. I've, it has to be though. It has it to be It creeps me out. Like every time I go through like the tour and stuff, like especially I have the not gone to a tiny. tour. Really? Honestly, God, is that worth it? Well, I don't because you're claustrophobic and there's oh, like there's a lot, a lot of, yeah there's a lot of a lot of small spaces like the stairs you have mm-hmm. to climb and there's like a lot of them like no, I don't I'm, think I would do I, it then my boobs I was already I think I think you would panic okay yeah. I was already I would gonna have to panic at the you know have you have been to 13th floor yes okay you know how 13 you've been to 13th floor I haven't been okay. don't go it's that little like haunted thing mm-hmm. where they have a a hallway that's all. You know how when you jump out, what do you, what do you call them? The Trampoon? moon bounces? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. The moon bounces. You know how they blow up? Well, it's two blow up things and you have to squeeze through them and oh, it's a hallway. No. And I was all. <laughs> and then and I, there's things that pop out and scare yeah. you. Yeah. Like and I wedged in there. I went with my friend Noreen and um, I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I can't. And she's just like, relax. And I was just breathing slowly through the whole thing till I came out of the other end. And I was like. Yeah, there's Ugh. there's a lot of like small spaces you have to like, yeah, especially like I freak um out. by I the freak engine out. room that whole it's like a zigzag list and it's like really small. Yeah, oh yeah, I even I had trouble. It. I was like, oh my god, I'm too fat for this. <laughs> oh, you're mm. so. Dumb. I would die. <laughs> no, if I almost died in an elevator, I would totally die there. <laughs> so I forgot to mention about the Queen Mary. You can actually um, host your wedding there. Well, thank God you're already married, so... <laughs> well, I'm um, not. Damn it. Yay. And y'all are going to be I'll send you a nice gift. So you're coming. You you're my bridesmaid. So on, on, like, the rooftop of the ship, they have, like, the little area where you can, like, do your Cute. wedding ceremony. And then, like, the grand ballroom where you can, like, do, like, your reception. Yeah. And then your honeymoon suite could be room 
B340. Yeah, I don't think those ghosts are going to be bothering me. I'll be busy. <laughs> so They're going to be, be like, like ugh, gross. You got your what? wedding all planned out. Thanks. Now I just have to find and someone. And for, for the bachelorette party, we can do the ghost tour and the 3 a.m. lockdown. You see, Mandy is my wedding planner. Can I, I have your wedding already planned out? Thanks. I'll just, I'll, I'll buy you something expensive. No, you're coming. I'll buy you something expensive. You don't have to stay at the boat. You could rent a hotel. Outside the boat. Okay. <laughs> you could buy a tent and like <laughs> you could camp outside. You could tent. camp on the haunted docks. No, I'll get a hotel. I'm a little bougie. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. Fabulous. So my wedding's planned out for what? Six years from now? Whenever? Uh, sure. Uh, it's time to find someone. I'll call and book it tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> She's like, I got you. It's good. <laughs> oh no. Mm-mm. That was fun. Great. I, like I love ships. Do you like shits? <laughs> Remember, oh, was I'm it in elementary when cruise. they would tell you to stick your tongue out and say, I was born on a pile of shits. I mean, ships. And you would say shits. I was born, oh, yeah. I was born on a pile of shit. <laughs> yeah. And me all dumb. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I would always do what people would tell me. Oh, my God. <laughs> stick out your tongue and say apple. 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 Yep. That was me. Mm-mm. Great. This is fabulous. Makes me want to go on a boat. I don't. So I'm, I'm not going to lie. When I start talking about um, Sweet B340, I started like losing my breath. I got scared. Stuff. Hmm? I got scared. I don't know why, though. It's just weird. Like I was just it like, just happened. My, yeah, it was weird. <gasps> it was almost like it was hard for me to get the words out talking about that room. I didn't want to freak somebody... out while I was talking about it. Because of all the shit they have in there. Mm-hmm. Like they probably know, and they're like, "Someone's gonna talk about us in San Antonio, Texas," and they're like, they flew <laughs> they're, all, "They're all listening. They're all choking yeah. me." Ugh. Stop talking. They're like, "That's not right." <laughs> Tell the true story. Tell the true story. It's Saturday. But you're listening to us on a Sunday <laughs> or a Monday. I'm already drunk. (laughs) (laughs) If you have any stories you would like to submit about any of our ghost ships, ships, or if you've gone on the Queen Mary or witnessed any of the Japanese ghost ships, ghost ships, or the Flying Dutchman, Mm -hmm. or if you've ever seen a water seahorse, let us know. Email it to us. Scary Not Scary Podcast at gmail.com. Visit our website, scurrynotscurrypodcast.com. <laughs> Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Make sure to subscribe. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on the Podbean app. Make sure to download it for live shows. Not sure when that's going to happen, but <laughs> yeah, we'll figure eventually. it out, girl or boy. We'll figure it out, y'all. <laughs> yep. There we go. That's everybody. <laughs> um, and check out our Patreon. Yeah, fun. Fun. A lot of fun stuff. Fun, 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 fun. Fun. <laughs> Ashley's, Ashley's just scared right now. Ashley's really scared, so we're gonna go ahead and harp on off so that harp way um she can eat her fillings. Yeah, and yeah. I'll scratch I her can back. Eat my brownies that are right here staring at me that I've been staring at this whole time that we've been recording. <laughs> and I can eat my hot Cheetos. And Yay. I want to also eat some airheads. So until next time, remember to always stay